Hello and welcome to The Guest Cast, the podcast where we explore guest stories from real people and look at how even the briefest interaction with hospitality while travelling can have a profound effect on a guest's whole life. This podcast is brought to you by Touchday Digital Guidebooks. As guest happiness fanatics, we want to dig into real-life guest experiences and learn about what really makes guests happy and what doesn't, hopefully picking up some great tips for vacation rental professionals along the way. So join us each fortnight as your hosts Andy and Tyan chat to guests from around the globe about their travel experiences. Introducing said hosts. Hi, my name's Andy. I'm the CEO here at Touchday. We started Touchday to improve guest experiences. So having a podcast in which we get to hear from real guests is something I'm personally very excited about. Hi friends, I'm Tyan Marsink Hammond and I am a vacation rental industry leader, educator, longtime host, owner, property manager, and investor, as well as the community ambassador for Touchday Digital Guidebooks. So pack your bags and get ready for this week's guest. Welcome to our next episode of the Guest Cast. And today we have um, someone extremely interesting, I think, and she's from my part of the world, the Midwest of the United States, Jamie Sinton with Broken Bow Travel. Jamie, welcome. Hi, well, thanks for having me. Can you tell us just a little bit about what you do? Um, I know a lot of our listeners are totally intrigued about the thought of a social media influencer for their properties, and you are a social media influencer. Yes, I guess we're like cabin influencers. Who knew there was such a thing? Um, So I'm a Dallas girl that moved to Oklahoma about 14 years ago for my husband's job. And we um, live in a very rural area. And I've always loved travel. And when we moved here, I realized a lot of people, you know, couldn't travel really far away or spend the money. And one year we were looking for a place for our family to meet up from Dallas, you know, like somewhere in Oklahoma. And I found this place called Broken Bow slash Hocha Town. And we went, we rented a cabin. It had the most gorgeous lake and we were hooked. And I love to share information and I love like hidden gems when it comes to travel. So I would share over and over again on Facebook. And then eventually people were coming to us asking us, you know, for help to go there to find a cabin. And we started like a website and Instagram page to help promote the area because we thought it was so fabulous. I'm like, people have to know about this place. So we got to know owners and we basically help them promote their beautiful cabins on social media. There really was a need for that. Also a need to promote the area that was really blooming and now has just taken off. So my sister and I do this together. She's in Dallas and I'm in Oklahoma. Amazing. Great introduction, Jamie. Thank you. (laughs) I have so many questions about (laughs) social media influence and the results that you get from it, which I'm sure are the things that our listeners will want to know as well. Like, tell me how to do it, you know. (laughs) Um, But but let's not get into that just yet, because that will be a part of of what we talk about. But um, this is a a guest podcast about real stories. So why don't we start with your story? It started with a birthday party, I believe. It did. It did. So we, you know, had gone to Broken Bow once, and then we're like, we want to go again. And I was searching every cabin. I'm like a researcher at heart also. So I wanted to know all the cabins like we could pick from. And on Instagram, there was a couple that I was following that were in the process of building a cabin. And our husband was literally building some of it by hand. 
And it just, I was like, wow, that cabin looks so awesome. Well, eventually it was, you know, you were able to book it and we were taking our parents and my sister and little kids and it sleeps 18. So we needed like a large luxury cabin. So it slept enough people, but also like comfortable. I didn't want my parents to have to like sleep on an airbed or a Murphy bed. I wanted them to have their own space and their own bathroom. So we wanted to book this luxury cabin and it was even better in person because it just was perfection from everything to like every linen to every knickknack on the wall down to the pantry. And when we walked in, there was music playing. They had like a sound system. So it just set the mood for a wonderful weekend with family. So I want to back up to the point where you were stalking this cabin. A long time before it was even available to rent. And the yes. fact that you as a traveler was following the journey of this cabin and the cabin was building the story for you long before you even decided to come. And so then when you, you were ready, like, I'm going to go somewhere. You already knew where you wanted to go. I did. Oh, I knew. And I knew about the owners and I was very intrigued by their story. And the more I researched their story, it was just like, wow, they had a furniture store. So that's why they could decorate their cabin so well. And she was, the wife was so good at interior design and he was so good at building. And so it was a story and I'm very influenced by stories. And I know other people are too. I'm sort of struggling here. So the bit was that you, when you arrived, it was so much better than you had in your mind. Is, is that the, the kind of key thing? Yes, yes. And this was right before we were actually starting to our business is influencing, you know, we were still getting to know the area and fall. I mean, we fell in love with it instantly, but there was a few years where we were just going more often before we kind of took the plunge to influence. And so um, the photos were amazing. Now for our area, photos are everything. I know there's other areas where you can take pictures with your phone and you can edit that just won't work for our area, just being honest, because we have so many beautiful cabins that the comp- you, know, you have the competition. And so we have some wonderful photographers, one in general who lives there, and um, his photography is amazing. But yes, when we got there, it was even better because just being in the cabin, the floor plan, the decor, we have we had like a dining room, a, a huge game room. It just fit all of our needs. And when you have, you know, seven little kids with you, it had the space and also a great outdoor area too. So it was quite obvious that the cabin owners knew exactly who their target guest was. And <laughs> you guys, as a large family, and set their property up exactly for your type of guest. What were the things that you said when you were watching their story and you finally saw the the end result and said, you know, when you write a book and then you arrived and you said so much better, what are those things that made it so much better compared to the other cabins that you have visited that weren't necessarily exactly for your target group? I think just right from the get-go, like when we walked in or even, um, the driveway area, like the front of the cabin, it was landscaped. It had a carved bear. It already gave us like those cozy cabin feels, right? And then you go into the cabin and there's music playing. There's a sound system. They had it 
all set up with the welcome basket, you felt very welcomed, but the decor also was just, everything was placed so like intentional, right? The kitchen was beautiful and everything from like the pillows, like you just felt comfortable, but in luxury. Cause when you're looking for a luxury cabin, right? You're, you're expecting that, that level of luxury. So, and just comfort also, it just had the overall vibe of every bathroom, every bedroom, the outdoor area that it was intentional to provide, you know, we had everything that we needed. So it was just right from when you walk in, you already have a, that feeling of, wow, this is so wonderful. I like that because often that word luxury is used and it's used really loosely without really meaning or intent. And I often struggle to know what luxury is. You know, what 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 is it that would make one property luxurious and another one not? And I think it's I think it's multi-layered. And I'm interested to get your thoughts. But one of the things that you said to me, what you said just now that I thought was interesting was that it had things like the carved bear in the the driveway and the music playing when you got in there and everything just being in the right place. And to me, luxury is in that sense, attention to every single detail. Um, You know, you go in some places, you're like, this is great, but that's just a bit strange, that bit over there. Why did (laughs) you do that? I've I've, I've been there, yes. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, is that what you would consider? That sounds like the way you were describing luxury. Yes, and I agree with you. Luxury is such a broad term, right? And sometimes maybe even frowned upon, like, oh, you know, I can't afford some luxury cabin. Um, but I think in our area, luxury is um, just what I, every bed, the bedding is beautiful. You know, you have the blankets, everything is just placed perfectly. And there's not a lot of random things, right? Everything, even from the kitchen we'll have even cabins where everything's labeled and it's just, it was set up for a visitor. You have a guest book. Um, there's, there's just no, like you said, weirdness to it. Everything is just beautiful down. I mean, people want to get in bed and have soft linens and have the blankets and then outdoor, there's an outdoor kitchen. And the best part is it's on a Creek. So the Creek is really a huge selling point because the kids could actually fish from the Creek but they actually put two fire pits, like everything they did from the layout to down to the like utensils was very intentional where you felt everything came together in the perfect way. Does that make sense? Like it wasn't, oh, we worked on this room, but this other room is just a hot mess. It's, I don't wanna say theme cause that sounds so cheesy, but everything was had a purpose intention and also gave you that cabin cozy feel because that's why you're renting it too. You're, you're going to a cabin, but you also don't want to have like really old furniture and really, you know, old, old things in there where it doesn't have that luxury feeling. So I think it's wonderful when you look on some of the OTA websites, some of the rubbish that you still see yes. is, is a bit mind blowing. But even when you see something that looks really nice, you do kind of wonder about the delivery when you actually get there. And um, I think there's a, there's a huge gap in the market for fulfilling that, let's use it, luxury end, which yes. is as defined just now, those real attentions to every single detail. 
And um, if, if I may say as well, your website feels like that as well. If you go to Broken oh, Bow Travel, thanks. yeah, you, you get that real sort of feel that you've just described. The words that are coming out of your mouth just now really correlate well to, to the website. And when you go and look at some of the photos and the imagery on the website, you get that sense too. And it sounds like the reality plays out when I get there too. Oh, good. It's not just a shop window. So um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think you perfectly describe what luxury is, at least to me anyway. Well, and it could be the smallest things, like we always say in the details, but a clean outside. If I go to a cabin and a lot of our cabins have really large decks and it's just dusty and dirty and it ha I mean, that's in our area, that's not good. I am talking details. Like I should be able to go to the outdoor area. It should be swept. It should not be dusty. I, sh I shouldn't see bugs everywhere. So it's just, it feels clean. I mean, obviously in short-term rentals, clean is a big deal too, right? So everything down from the cleanliness to even the pantry was organized. It was labeled and you just really felt like this owner really cares. Like they care about their guest experience. And the biggest thing is that it became one of my favorite cabins. I'm actually, I'm actually very emotionally attached to it. And every person I brought back to that cabin, what they just fall in love with it. It's just, you know, so that's the, the biggest test is that people are like, oh my gosh, I, I've got to go back to the rust bucket. Like it's amazing. So it's just, there's just some special places, but they all have special things. All, all of our cabins have special things. So I don't want to jump ahead to things, but even though I talk about the rust bucket, because it's one of my favorites, um, I don't look at our cabins like, oh, this one's number three and this one's number six on the, you know, my favorite uh, list. Every cabin is unique in their own way. And we love different things about each space. And so we come at it from that approach. When we go to somebody's cabin, we don't come from it like, oh, well, this bedroom isn't as pretty as that cabin. That's not what we do. We look at each space and we highlight everything that's fabulous about that space because those owners deserve that. And we want to influence people to come. Maybe that cabin is the best cabin for them, right? So I that that's that leads us on nicely to talking about the, the role of an influencer. Um, and, and I, I think that what you, at least from my perspective, anyway, the way you've described it is that, um, an influencer can only be as good as the property that they're trying to get eyes on. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially in, in, in the world of, you know, kind of short video hooks, you know, the, yes. the ability to go into a place and to find like a really cozy nook and to, to say, say something about that or as you said to go down to the creek and talk about that or, or even just to do something I don't know if this would ever happen but just something slightly off the wall which is you know most places you go and do have those bugs that are still there and look this one doesn't yeah. you know so yeah I would imagine that that as an influencer you need the person that you're working for to help you you know you can't just go and dress up something that's just like a pig you know for want of a better phrase you know yes. you can't put lipstick on a pig that's the phrase that yes and that's that that's true and I I've tested that out myself I mean even if that's why I know I keep saying photos but photos are so so important if I post 
photos of a cabin on my Instagram that are not good, I'm, it's not going to get a lot of attention. People are going to pass it over. And so, um, you know, it, I have to promote places that are going to draw attention that I think are, I don't want to say worthy of influencing, but worth our time that, that we can actually make a difference and get people to come. I mean, every area is very different. I just, you know, I just know about what, how our area is, but photos are the, the first step of grabbing people. But what we wanted to do was take it up a few notches. We're like, we love this area. Why is nobody talking about this? Especially in Oklahoma, where we need more tourist destinations. Why are the big wigs in Oklahoma City? Like, where are they? And I just didn't understand. And so we just took matters in our own hands. And I'm like, we have too many gorgeous cabins. There's modern, farmhouse. We're getting tree, you know, tree homes, all these things. And they were so beautiful. We wanted to take each one and show it off basically and bring it to life. We want to show real people doing real things in real places. And that way people can really connect. They can see our kids fishing. They can see our kids cooking in the cabin. That really gets to people. Video and um, stories and Instagram or, you know, TikTok, whatever. They're very powerful. So. Jamie, I think that brings up a good point in the fact that you know who your followers are. You know what they want, what they're looking for, and you speak directly to them. So you are making sure that what you bring to them is what they want as well. And they don't want to see, you know, just crappy cell phone photos. They want to see <laughs> beautiful images. And yes, it would not work for us. No, yes. no, it wouldn't. So I think that's a, a big point too, is if if I'm going to be looking for a social media influencer to promote my properties, I need to make sure that influencer has the audience that I need as well. So, you know, can you speak a little more on that as far as what if I wanted to go find an influencer and make sure that their following is my target guest? You know, that's a really good question because when we think of influencer, especially on Instagram, we're thinking of these big people who have lots of followers who are pushing products or pushing something, right? You know, our little niche of a cabin influencer, that's very rare. I only actually know of a few people and some are sisters like me and my sister who do it. So it's so small in such a niche, but we really are, I guess, influencers. So if I was a cabin owner, there's actually a few strategies. Um, you can get an influencer that has a big following just to get numbers, right? Just to increase your following. And that's really going to be your main goal, goal. They may not know your area as well. They may not be as passionate about it, but they're going to still bring a lot of people to your page and you might gain a lot of new followers. And that's just a growth strategy, right? Then you can also come at it as getting influencers who are in your state or area. So people, maybe they don't, cabins aren't their main thing, but they're, they're a couple or somebody who travels a lot in Oklahoma or Texas or surrounding states, right? They're just passionate about travel in general so that you're grabbing followers more locally and in that group as well. So there's kind of different um, levels of influencers and different strategies of why you would use them. Now, for us, we're very obviously specialized in the area. So when people come to us, 
for help because we also help people find cabins. That's the other thing we do. Then the bonus to that is we can also help them with things to do in the area, where to order their charcuterie board from, where, you know, the wineries in town, the breweries. So that is an added value that my cabin owners get. I say my, because I love them. Um, that maybe if you just had a random influencer from Texas, you know, you're not going to get as much. So it just depends on what your strategy is for using that influencer. Mm, it, makes it makes total sense. And, and I like that it's a multifaceted approach that you could think about it as drawing people into, you know, what we might call the top of the funnel who are just kind of interested in your place and then mm -hmm. going a little bit deeper to then get people who might really actually be your guests in, in location. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's, um, I think it's a great way to approach it because I think sometimes we, we think of, oh, there must be an influencer that I can go and work with, you know, like it's that mm -hmm. easy, you know, just like click your fingers and find someone, but it, <laughs> right. it, like everything, it needs a deliberate strategy in order for it to be successful. Otherwise it's just flinging mud at a wall. Yes, it is. And I have to say, Instagram is much harder to grow these days. It's not easy, as easy as it was a few years ago, even. So, um, with TikTok now, it's just more complicated. And a lot of our owners, they don't know social media. And so they come to us because they're like, they, there's a level of trust. I mean, we're so specialized in our niche that I actually spend a lot of time building relationships with owners. So much so that a lot of our owners, they don't have just one cabin, they have a couple or sometimes five. And when they start to build their new one, they're coming to us even for like, hey, what would you do in our cabin? We need help consulting because we've really built relationships. So it's a very rare sort of influencer relationship. Mm. But if I was a short-term rental owner or had a, a cabin, I definitely would use all the different levels of influencers to just bring attention to my page, to grow my page. If you, if you look a lot of the other cabins that have large followings, they've used a lot of different types of influencers to, to draw attention to it. Um, so Jamie, you have talked about a couple different strategies here um, as far as getting guests into the cabins and mm -hmm. how it affected you. So one big one is telling a story. Mm -hmm. Second is using excellent photos mm -hmm. and video, of course. Um, and thirdly, you know, access influencers and a good strategy. So we've got those three. Is there anything else you think hosts could do to improve the experience for the guest? Oh, yes. Um, communication, just but obviously before they come, not sending all kinds of emails, being very specific um, and easy communication on the, the, the rental, the short-term rental, right? About what's expected, check-in, check-out, all the basics of, of what their visit's going to be and area information. Um, and then just making sure, I, this is kind of old school in some places still, but have a welcome basket, have, you know, make people feel invited. I really don't love when I go to a cabin that they're not cheap anymore either, by the way, because we've gone up in prices and there's just nothing welcoming you. And I'm, that's just not good. You really have to build that into your, your, marketing budget, whatever. I mean, there has to be an area for things like that. Um, have a logo. I mean, if, if you're an owner of a, of a rental, right? Um, have a logo, personalize it. Definitely have an Instagram and Facebook, but when you come to that place, 
have something that feels welcoming to them, a welcome basket, a note or something like that. And an easy way for them to contact somebody if they need uh, something fixed or, you know, have a good, have good processes basically from before they come and, to, and then after they leave, thanking them for staying, right? Leaving us, leaving a review. Um, and there, that's where social media is powerful because if you have an Instagram account, you should have somewhere in that space in the kitchen, go follow us. This is our Instagram. This is our hashtag. Let's, let's spread the love, right? It's just having really good communication from the get-go and then afterwards, but and just having good like linens and good, having good cozy things in the space. Thank you for validating my entire existence. Oh, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a pro, so, <laughs> but people do, they want to feel like you care. I mean, it's really basic. It's almost to me common sense, but it, they just want to feel like you matter. You're just not another renter. And there's now we have so many easy ways of doing that. And people have choices these days. They do. They can come to Broken Bow. We have a lot, a lot of choices. And the value that we also add is when we help people find cabins, I know a lot of the owners now. I know the owners that that care, that give that attention, where if I send somebody to that cabin, they're going to have a great time. Mm. I, I think um. I think one of the things, one of the trends that I'm seeing and, and almost in a way imagining is mm-hmm. that the, the, the vacation rental, holiday rental, short-term rental sector moves from being known as a place where you could get a much larger space that was cheaper per price than going to a mm-hmm. hotel. And yes. that, that, was, that was very much the, the one of the draws of staying in a place like this in recent years, I would say. But over the last couple of years, prices really have increased. I hear it all the time. You mentioned it again yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a duty, and it is a duty, um, of going that extra mile for the guests and doing something mm-hmm. extra. It's no longer enough to say, oh, there's this space, come and gather with your family, and it's cheaper, because it isn't always cheaper anymore. Mm-mm. It's comparable, and no. sometimes can be more so. And I think there's a real opportunity to, for the very, very um, smart um, and, and caring operators to, to just notch up that experience and to deliver. And then, then, then you can really, you can continue to increase price because of all the things that you've mentioned that yes. you can layer over the top. Yes. And I actually get very fired up about that because I work with both sides. So I work with cabin owners and then I also work with helping people find cabins. So I feel like I support both, but I have eyes that can see things that are going on. So when our area kind of took off after COVID and prices were going up and things were more expensive and I'm helping someone find a cabin. So I can see the range and prices for, for certain cabins. And I'm like, it, you know, I would, I do get upset. I'm like, this family is spending a lot of money for just a weekend. You better have something welcoming them because back in the day when it first started, that was, that that was always there. And then people kind of get, oh, well, I don't have to do that. I'm not going to spend money for that. But my biggest thing, if you call yourself a luxury cabin, that is part of the luxury. You can, you know, I'm very, I get very fired up. And we also have like Facebook groups for the cabin owners 
And I, and sometimes I have to be very careful because I don't want to make owners mad. I just want to help. But because we stay at so many, I can see kind of trends. And I was seeing this crazy trend of there was no firewood provided. And it was driving me mad because when people come to our area, it's a really small town. It could be late at night. People, it's not easy actually to find firewood. And we are pulling the Dallas-Fort Worth market and it's actually against the law to bring firewood from Dallas over into Oklahoma. And so I was getting very upset that they were charging owners extra for that. I said, y'all, we are cabin people. This is what we live for. How do you call yourself a luxury cabin and not have firewood? If you look at other cabin areas, they actually have beautiful woodsheds and areas where they keep firewood. And their biggest thing was people were stealing it. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't steal it if you actually provided it. So I kind of caused a ruckus with the owners. I did it in a great way, but they just didn't like being called out. But it worked in my favor because I got so many owners who would message me saying, we provide that. I want you to know, bring people our way. Or owners who said, they actually told me, you know, Jamie, I didn't even think about that. And I'm so glad that you told me. I said, you guys can, you know, woodsheds are beautiful, um, can be cute and great photo ops for Instagram. So get a cute woodshed, put a lock on it if you have to, solve the problem. But that was just not okay with me. And some people might say, oh, it's just firewood. But no, when you're a cabin community, that's firewood is a big deal. So I get very fired up when I see owners try to, you know, not, not provide the luxury that they should be. So Jamie, what have you learned about yourself as a guest in the aspect of searching for the perfect place for the birthday party for your family? I like everything that it it comes together. Everything is fitting into that cabin theme that I like when a kitchen is organized and even labeled sometimes where things are. I like beautiful bedding, beds, uh, seating. Oh, big thing, seating. If I go into a cabin that sleeps 18 and you're giving me two small, no, 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 no. That's my other thing is uh, uh, seating. But um, so I like big space, like spaces. I love the big couches where everybody can sit together. Um, and I just, I love just the seamless where everything is really made to go. The knickknacks on the wall artwork. I love art. I love, we have this cabin called lazy dog lodge, but they found the most beautiful whimsical dog art and it's not cheesy. It's beautiful, but it just ties in so well. It makes me feel fun. I just love that. So I just, I just love all the special touches. I think that what it speaks to too is there's just so much chaos in life. Mm-hmm. And when we get to choose to travel and choose a place to stay, we want order, we want structure, we want that feeling that you've been talking about this mm-hmm. entire episode about being welcomed and cared for. Definitely welcome, cared for, like someone was waiting for your arrival to come and you can just relax and be because, you know, especially where our area, people are coming from Dallas or the city. And they don't, they just want to come right away and feel like they're somewhere else and relax and have a great time and not worry about everything's here. We got you caught. We got the hot tub. We got, we got it all. So. Fantastic. Jamie, I, 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 um, I think you summed that up really well. Um, 
it, it's it's simply about finding a place where you can just instantly switch off and relax knowing that every yes, detail definitely. is there um and that's a hard thing to deliver for a hospitality professional um it's um i don't i don't do it myself but i i know what it's like staying in places and all the micro elements that have to be oh, sure. in order to fulfill that um but i think it's the bar that we should all be you know aiming to to uh, to achieve so yeah thank you for sharing that Maybe you have a travel or hospitality story you'd like to share on the guest cast. If you do, head to touchday.com forward slash podcast and send us a brief outline of your story. And as always, remember to subscribe to the guest cast on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a five-star review and say hello on our social media at Touchday Welcome. This podcast was brought to you by Touchday Digital Guidebooks. Learn more about how Touchday can help make your guests happier at touchday.com.